Take a deep breath. Tune into the beating of your heart and awaken to a fresh perspective. Welcome to See More with Morsi, your go-to podcast for fresh perspective. At the beginning of October, I turned 30 years old. 30 years on this planet. Three decades of this human experience. And I couldn't be more grateful. It was like the months coming up to my birthday, the weeks, the days, I felt wisdom expanding it within me, groundedness. I felt this security in my own intuitive compass. I'd have conversations with individuals who were older than me, and they told me, as you get older, you don't give a shit about the things you used to care so much about. And I can truly say, I feel that. I resonate with that deeply. Within the last decade, I found that my connection, my spiritual awareness has helped me welcome in presence into my day-to-day. Presence is intimacy with all moments, intimacy with all encounters, all things. And welcoming in this presence into life, my life experience, has felt fulfilling. I felt, I've been feeling fulfilled, seeing beyond what the surface level of many people may see life, what the mainstream may focus on. Within the last decade, I have invited in this powerful practice of observing thought. Observing thought. This practice is is ancient. It goes back years. And I found that with inviting this into my life, it has changed my life experience. I prioritize my inner peace. I know that thoughts are just thoughts and I don't need to freak out about them in the way that I used to. Don't need to freak out about them. So in today's message, I'll be sharing 30 lessons that I have learned. 30 life-changing lessons that I've learned in these last 30 years. Now, 30 is just what I've come up with. We know there's an infinite amount of lessons that we've learned. But these specific lessons are shaped around how observing thoughts became my go-to meditation. Number one, it's okay to get lost in thought. It's okay. (laughs) I've shared this practice on my channel many times. It is actually the number one topic on this channel. And one of the main responses I get back when it comes to not fully understanding the practice is a resistance towards thought, this resistance and fear towards getting lost in thought. In order to get comfortable, align with this practice, you must, you must honor and acknowledge that it's okay to get lost. It's okay to get lost in thought because finding your way back is as simple as a pause. It's as simple as being aware enough. Number two, observe the coming and going of thoughts. 
That's what observing thought is. This is how you pull yourself out and welcome in space around thought so that you are no longer lost in thought. Observe the coming and the going, the rising and the falling, and you'll recognize that your truest essence is awareness. Number three, observe thoughts daily. Daily. I remember the moments, the days, the months where I was not observing thought, right? The first time I shared this practice on my channel was back in 2019. You may have watched this video. And throughout those three years, my practice of observing thoughts was on and off. When I wasn't inviting in this observation, this pure awareness, not just observing thoughts, but observing experience, when I wasn't doing that, I was at my lowest lows. I was absorbed in the illusion of separation, completely forgetting that I am life, I am the present moment, I am the flow. Now, it wasn't, I wouldn't say completely, because once you know, you know, but there was still, I found myself lost. And so if you find that this has been your experience, whether you find yourself lost in thought, whether you're aware of this practice and you would like to refine it, like to get some of your questions answered, and you need encouragement to continue to invite this into your life every day, enroll in my latest course, Beyond the Chatter, How to Observe Thoughts and Discover Inner Stillness. This right here is the course, the course that shows you and introduces you to your truest essence beyond thoughts and emotions. Remember, thoughts rise and fall. Emotions rise and fall. Events rise and fall. People rise and fall. Only you remain. And when you enroll in any of my courses, you get exclusive access to my podcast, See More with Morsi. This is intended to improve and expand on your on-demand experience, so that you have guidance, you have something to that resonates with you, messages, inspirational messages to keep you on track. This course, this podcast is exactly what I needed in the moments where I was lost, where I was absorbed in this illusion of separateness. Number four. Be your authentic self in all interactions. Be your authentic self in all interactions. I know this might sound easier said than done for some, and it might sound obvious, but sometimes we don't recognize when our insecurities are arising. We don't recognize when we're hiding ourselves. That's a part of our spiritual journey. I find that even getting in front of a camera and speaking it has challenged the way I express myself and it's encouraged me to ensure that I prioritize being my authentic self because in that moment, that experience, it feels whole, it feels complete. I feel as though I've expressed myself and I've released what needed to be released, honoring those aspects of me that needed to be expressed. 
And that has poured into my interaction with others. So I encourage you to set an intention on being authentic in all interactions. Number five, learn to enjoy your own company. Learn to enjoy your own company. I'm not saying isolate yourself. I'm not saying you need to be so extreme and never talk to anyone. All I'm saying is enjoy your own company because when you do, you start to prioritize your inner peace. You know what true inner peace feels like. It doesn't, you don't have to depend on other people, other things to validate you. When I notice that when I enjoy my own company and I find myself with others and groups of people, I'm more authentic in my interactions because I don't crave or need that sense of validation for others. So if I know I'm not resonating with that individual, I, I honor that and I don't try to make the situation what it's not. This is, this is the grown Morsi speaking. <laughs> the 21-year-old Morsi would be incredibly grateful for this because I wouldn't have wasted so much time in, in certain friendships, relationships, or just encounters, right? And I wouldn't say it's a, a full wasting of time, but I've learned a lot in that. Accept friendships as they evolve. Accept <laughs> that friendships evolve and, and that it's okay, right? Speaking about friendships, friendships come and go. So it's okay when they go. The friends that come into our life are here for a reason, for a season, or maybe even just for a moment. When we honor the coming and going of all things in life, thoughts, emotions, events, people, it's much easier to be in flow with life. It's much easier to accept and receive the ever-changing, transient nature of life itself. That is maturity. That is that grown womanness or grown man. <laughs> but I feel when I honor that, I'm feeling that the growth, the grownness, the honoring of this moment. And when you are allowing and accepting these friendships to evolve, it might you might evolve with a friend. You might evolve and part ways. But just know that it's okay. There's nothing wrong with you. If there's space, then guess what? Learn to enjoy your own company. Number seven. When life gets hectic, it's the perfect opportunity to deepen stillness. Whenever you find chaos in your life, that's the perfect time to be still, to be present. That's optimal. Optimal. This is when you recognize what you can and can't control. Number eight, stay present when strong emotions arise. Woo! When it comes to adulting, it's important that we learn how to get centered when emotions arise. Be composed. For many of us, we weren't really taught how to be okay with emotions, how to honor and recognize the coming and going of emotions. So when we're present with strong emotions, 
we can be more in touch with intuitive guidance with our intuition. We don't feel fearful or out of control. We're not suppressing emotions, but we are allowing them to flow. I encourage you to enroll in my course, Presence with Strong Emotions, so that you can step into this space of fullness, intuition, tuning in, observing and noticing, feeling liberation in your day-to-day, in your career, Those moments when you find yourself irritable, moody, you learn how to tune in so that you can be more productive, so that you can truly reach the goals and intentions you've set for yourself, even if it's something small, recognizing your purpose, whatever it might be. We don't truly recognize how much being aware and allowing ourselves to be present with strong emotions, what that does to every aspect of our life. Number nine, use grounding techniques to return to the present moment. Ground, breath work, meditation, walking in nature. Ground yourself in the present moment and prioritize that every day. This is what you'll learn in my courses. This is what you'll learn in my podcast. And you've probably learned it already from many of my videos. Ground yourself in the present moment. Sometimes being so lost in thought when you're not observing it, but you're lost in it, it takes you up into the air, to this airy-fairy world where you're believing every thought that comes to mind. You're not grounded. If you imagine a tree rooted in the ground and a storm comes, when that tree is grounded, it's rooted, the leaves may shake, the branches may bend, but it never breaks. So when you prioritize grounding yourself in the moment, no matter what comes your way, you may bend, but you will not break. Number 10. Manage digital overstimulation by setting boundaries. We live in the world of technology, y'all. And guess what? We have the opportunity to never be bored. If we want to never be bored in our life, we have that option. But when we take that path, it causes overstimulation. I've seen this within myself. When I have watched too many YouTube videos, YouTube is my favorite, so... (laughs) When I've watched too many YouTube videos, I'll wake up in the morning and I'll notice the thoughts are flooding and racing. I'm coming in and out of thought. There's not enough space. We don't recognize how much we're overstimulated. So make sure you step back, set intentions, right? So that when this overstimulation arises, You know what to do. You know how to handle the moment. 11, choose to respond rather than react in stressful situations. When you're aware enough, when you're aware of this overstimulation, whether it's in the mind or the body, you have this control. Because of this awareness, you're not impulsively reacting. You're not reactive, but you can respond. You can see how thoughts actually shape your day-to-day. Thoughts aren't using you. You are using thought. Not only are you using thought, but you know how to welcome in space 
Recognize that thoughts are just in the background. Your awareness is far beyond it. There's an ease in the moment, in the day-to-day, in those moments that used to hold you back, in those moments that got in the way of your workday, got in the way of your relationships, your personal relationships. You'll find yourself moving gracefully and moving with ease, right? Number 12, gaps of space and silence are rewarding. Once again right? This is a theme here. We're talking about overstimulation, reactivity. When you recognize and honor the gaps of space between thought, when you're okay with boredom, see the moment you're okay with boredom, you're no longer bored, but you're being. I like to call it doing nothing consciously. When I first started sharing videos, I used to speak a lot faster. You know, I've learned to be more intuitive with the messages that I receive and channel and share. But I used to speak so fast because I was so concerned with everyone's attention span and them clicking off videos. I don't care anymore. I don't care. I speak slower because there is a wonder and a beauty of speaking slowly, honoring that experience. And... When you find yourself allowing yourself to be in this space, silence, you don't feel a need to rush. You don't feel a need to hurry. And that is liberating. 13, realize you can access inner peace here and now. Inner peace isn't something you have to find. You don't have to accomplish a whole bunch. You don't need to sit in lotus in silence for a specific number of hours to recognize inner peace. Inner peace is here regardless of what's happening or what's not happening. Number 14, balance doing and being. Doing nothing consciously. That's what I like to call it. We're not human doings, we're human beings. You ever heard that phrase? In order to honor being, I encourage you to do nothing consciously. Go sit outside, lay on the grass, look up. Be still, acknowledge the gaps of space, and just be. This gives you an opportunity to separate from personality, separate from the need to be something or identify with something. This gives you space to let go of those insecurities and step into authenticity. 15, tower moments are energetic cleansings. As I shared before, you know, there's a couple relationships that I let go. In the past decades, <laughs> the past year and years especially. Sometimes we fear tower moments, but tower moments aren't anything to fear. Tower moments are a cleansing, and when we see them as a cleansing, we become more open to the ever-changing nature of reality, the inevitability of the rising and falling of life. And inner peace lies right there. It lies within that. 16. Speak in a language of gratitude. When you are observing the coming and going of thoughts, you might notice there's so much judgment, so much critique, not enough gratitude. Gratitude is the channel into the present moment. It's a channel into this very moment. And when you honor it, you welcome it, you ground yourself in the present moment. You're rooted in being. 
And when you find yourself more grateful, right, number 17, you'll find that moments of rejection actually make you confident. I found that within the past years of my life, within these 30 years of life, I felt so much pain from rejection, rejection in any way, loved ones, people, opportunities, but rejection is a part of life. Rejection is just redirection. I found that in even in moments where I find myself rejected, whether it be in career or outside of this, I would literally say to myself, their loss. But the part of myself that feared rejection, it wouldn't have understood that. Rejection can make you incredibly confident. It can actually solidify in knowing who you truly are. 18, look for the lesson in every interaction. You see the theme here? When you're grateful, you, you find a lesson in every interaction, in every moment. I just expressed to you about rejection. I found a lesson in that. I found purpose in it. Whenever you find purpose in anything, whenever you find purpose in anything, you're more grounded in presence. You're less in the head. You're less trying to figure out what you did wrong, what you did right. There's less of that cycle, right? There's less of giving, being absorbed in futile thinking. So there's freedom in the passing and moments. There's letting go. Look for the lesson in every interaction. 19. Release shame by practicing self-compassion. Shame. Shame. Shame is this feeling that we feel from the world around us, from society. In truth, to be honest, you know, shame, it's a heavy feeling. It's a feeling that, you know, many of us, we don't want to feel. But in a way, it has shaped the way we engage with others. It has probably even it has probably even corrected certain habits that we have or have had, and it's put us on the right path. Now, it doesn't have to be that way, right? But I'm showing you how to find this lesson, right, in every experience and how to release shame through self-compassion. When you feel shame, it's okay. Allow it to rise and to fall. Be present with that emotion. Thank yourself. Speak to yourself in a language of gratitude. Thank yourself for allowing it to flow. Thank yourself for finding the lesson in it. You don't have to hold on to shame. You don't need to have that identity in it. 20. Accept the impermanence of life. You've heard me throughout this message speak about the ever-changing nature of life. How the coming and going and the rising and falling of all things, all form, that is natural. And the more we accept this impermanent nature of life, the more we flow. The more we are beyond that in that we recognize that we are the flow. You are the flow. You are the present moment. You are life. The mind might try to grasp this but this is a recognition beyond the mind, beyond the waves of thoughts and emotions. And this is what you will notice and experience 
through the practice of observing thought beyond the chatter. Number 21, make an effort to be present in every moment. Make that effort. I'll share this. There's always going to be more. There will always be better, right? And I share this because we find that we're not present in the moment because we're usually looking for more. We're looking for better. Presence is allowing this moment to be as it is and recognizing that this moment is enough. This moment is sufficient. This moment is all you need. And so when we have this balance of learning this push and this pull throughout this human experience, we'll find ourselves once again fulfilled. We'll find that we're recognizing inner peace. We're not stag- we're not in this place of not feeling motivated. If you have a goal, if you have an intention, if you don't have a goal at all, whatever it might be, whatever it is, you find yourself in peace. See the theme here is prioritizing your inner peace. When you do that, you can accomplish anything. You can be anything. The person you thought you you couldn't be, you could be, right? Number 22, you have more time than you think. I'm 30 years old. 30 years on this planet. I have a lot of intentions for my life. And what I've found through interacting with people my age, even older, even younger, to be honest, is um, many people find that they feel like they're too late, that they need to hurry up, they need to rush. You're exactly where you need to be. You've done exactly what you need to do. You have more time than you think. 23. You're not late. You're exactly where you need to be. There we go. You see, I'm just flowing. I have the list here. I'm just flowing. You see how these lessons are naturally coming out, right? It's all together. You're not late. You're exactly where you need to be. 24. Clarify your intentions for effective manifestation, right? I say this because um, manifestation doesn't just come from speaking out loud. It can sometimes, but in many, many cases, it involves putting one foot in front of the other. You know, I've had conversations with, with many about manifestation, and I've seen a theme of, of this expectation that if you just think it really hard and you're not actually taking action and putting one foot in front of the other but if you just think about it then it'll happen engage with life engage with the world around you be present in the moment presence is enjoyable tuning into the flow of your emotions is enjoyable observing thoughts rising and falling is enjoyable it's all enjoyable these aren't meant to be practices that are like not fun if you you know, that may be even a reason why you found that yourself not inviting meditation into your life or stepping into a meditative state because it doesn't feel enjoyable, right? So clarify what it is that you intend. This is like cleaning the path for you to step in so you know exactly what you need. This is what happened when I set the intention for this video of what I wanted to share. A small example of that, right? 
We're always manifesting. Always. When you go to the grocery store, when you set the intention to go to the grocery store and, and, and get everything on your grocery list, that's, that's a manifestation. Speaking, listening to this, you're manifesting. It's a ma- we're always manifesting. We never stop manifesting. We can consciously manifest. So I encourage you to clarify these intentions. Take your time. See what comes out now. And then maybe the next day, it'll be clarified. Whatever you need to do, right? 25, stop postponing joy. Live in the moment. Life is now. Life is now. There's no need to wait. This is what happens, I've noticed, in this manifestation process where you set an intention to accomplish something, achieve something, and then this moment becomes a means to an end, a means to another moment. So you don't feel that full fulfillment until that moment comes. When you are not, when you are postponing this joy, you're creating this habit of always reaching for another moment. So this is the opposite direction of living in the present moment. Stop postponing joy. Presence is now. Be here now. Enjoy the journey. Think about a moment where you reached what it was you wanted to reach. And you sit back and you think about how fun the journey actually was. Sometimes we reach our goals. We reach the destination. And only to find that it wasn't as fulfilling as we thought it would be. It's as if the idea within our mind was far more fun than the reality of it. This is why when you're honoring the present moment, you're honoring gaps of space, you honor these moments of boredom, you're actually recognizing that peace is now and you don't have to wait. You can play in the world of form. 26, pause peacefully to transcend distracting thoughts, right? Short pauses. You heard me say this at the beginning of this video, huh? Short pauses. Uh, A pause is enough to transcend thought. A pause is enough to break free from the stream of thinking. If you resonate with this, and this is something you'd like to invite into your life, I encourage you to enroll in my course, Peaceful Pauses for the Overstimulated Mind. This is your opportunity to recognize how you can welcome transcending thought into your day-to-day. This is an accumulation of everything I've learned into one course, saving you time, saving you energy, so that you have the resources you need to feel the way you know you're drawn to feeling, you're meant to feel. See, especially if you're still listening to this video right here, right now, there's something within you that's drawn towards these lessons, resonates with it. Perhaps you have experienced what I'm experiencing. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I encourage you to dive deeper. There is so much depth within a pause. There's a simplicity and a depth. And when you honor that, you find yourself in specifically situations. I'm just thinking about how 
sometimes I will be in certain public situations or group situations or outings and I might feel nervous or I'm overthinking or whatever it might be. I find myself calm because I've paused throughout my day-to-day, editing videos, working on content, coaching, whatever it might be, my work. I found that pausing peacefully has improved my work, which has ultimately improved my own income. You see how these little practices, they dive into your everyday life, every aspect of it? I encourage you to do the same. Number 27, abandon the idea of permanent enlightenment. This is the number one, it goes on the top, but the number one distractions when it comes to observing thought. Number one. Why? Because there is an expectation that you will have the, a permanence of, of away from of thought. You're not allowing yourself to honor where you are right now. Honoring where you are right now. Release that idea of this permanent enlightenment. And allow yourself to fully recognize what enlightenment is. Often the mind has made up an idea of what it looks like based on what it's seen throughout the world. I found that in conversation, there are many people who fear having a spiritual awakening and deepening it because they fear losing their personality. They fear losing fun in life. That's not what an awakening is. (laughs) That's this false idea of it. That's the fear. Don't allow this idea of permanent enlightenment to get in the way of this moment. That is what observing thoughts will show you beyond the chatter, discovering inner stillness. That's what it will show you to just observe that idea and notice that you are far beyond it. And that is enlightening in and of itself. You'll find that what's enlightening are the tiny moments in life. Drinking a cup of tea walking to your car, waking up in the morning, that, being fully aware of that, that's enlightening. Number 28, listen and trust your inner wisdom. You've heard all these other, all the other lessons that I'm sharing here. As you recognize this, you're observing thought, you're allowing motions to rise and fall, you're inviting in peaceful pauses, There is such an ease in trusting your inner wisdom that it's natural. You're not second-guessing yourself. You know when the vibes aren't right. You know when the decision doesn't align with you. 29. Understand that life is an accumulation of right nows, of now moments. I shared with you before a yearning for another future moment. This moment right here is the journey and the destination. This moment right here is the journey and the destination. When you're honoring this moment, you know that that future moment, quote unquote, it's just another now moment. Everything is always now. 
And so when you're recognizing that everything is always now, you start to witness transformation in the moment. You see, I've witnessed myself transform. I've witnessed myself shift from being so absorbed and identified in a certain thought to just simply using thought as a tool. Because thoughts, they influence our perception of reality. When we start using thoughts and emotions as tools, rather than being so identified in them and absorbed in them, we're living more fully in the moment. We're acknowledging this moment as the journey and the destination. And number 30. Understand that stillness, it's, it's more than just not no movement in my course, right? I dive deep into discovering inner stillness, how to absorb, observe thoughts and discover inner stillness. Inner stillness is not just being still. In the stillness, I'll speak for myself and say, in the stillness I have looked out at the world and no longer did I see the world, but I saw awareness reflecting back at me. I saw myself everywhere. The mind, thoughts, it synced in. Awareness expanded, and there was this recognition and knowing that I was everything, not the little I, not the individual or the personality. I, I was literally everything. I was you, me, this camera, this microphone. I was the space. I was literally everything. It was a practice of honoring presence, honoring right now, prioritizing my inner peace, observing thoughts rise and fall, observing emotions rise and fall, observing experience itself, that I recognize that I am life. I am the present moment. I am the flow. And that's something I'm sharing with you. If you resonate with this, that is for you to recognize too. This isn't something for me to just share and for you to just be in awe in. I'm sharing this directly and saying, if you're watching this right now, this is your sign to deepen into your practice. Enroll in my courses. I shared three powerful courses on here. And when you enroll, you have exclusive access to podcast episodes right? I have a public version of my podcast and a private version. When you enroll in my courses, you get that exclusive access. It's meant to guide you. If you enjoyed this video, you're going to get more of that. Awaken to a fresh perspective in any moment. Amidst the rising and falling. My name is Morsi. I'm 30 years old. I'm a grown ass woman and I'm grateful. I'm sending you peace, love, wholeness.